Psalm 48, Part 2 of Expositions on the Book of Psalms, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Expositions on the Book of Psalms, Volume 2 by St. Augustine of Hippo. Psalm 48, Part 2. 7. Verse 7. As we have heard, so we have seen. Blessed church, at one time thou hast heard, at another time thou hast seen. She heard in promises, seeth in performance, heard in prophecy, seeth in the gospel. For all things which are now fulfilled were before prophesied. Lift up thine eyes then, and stretch them over the world. See now his inheritance even to the uttermost parts of the earth. See now is fulfilled what was said, all kings shall fall down before him all nations shall serve him see fulfilled what was said be thou exalted god above the heavens and thy glory above all the earth see him whose feet and hands were pierced with nails whose bones hanging on the tree were counted upon whose vesture lots were cast see reigning whom they saw hanging see sitting in heaven whom they saw despised walking on earth see thus fulfilled all the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the kindred of the nations shall worship before him. Seeing all this, exclaim with joy, as we have heard, so we have seen. Justly the church herself is so called out of the Gentiles. Hearken, O daughter, and see, forget also thine own people and thy father's house. Thy father was the north, come to Mount Sion, hear and see. Not see and hear, but hear and see, first hear, after see. Thou hearest first what thou seest not. Thou shalt see hereafter what thou hast heard. A people, saith he, whom I have not known, hath served me. At the hearing of the ear it hath obeyed me. If at the hearing of the ear it obeyed me, then it saw not. When then is, they to whom it was not told of him shall see, and they who have not heard shall understand." They to whom the prophets were not sent, first heard and understood the prophets. They who first heard not, afterwards hearing marvelled. They remained behind, to whom they were sent, carrying the books, understanding not the truth, having the tables of the testament, and not holding the inheritance. But we, as we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, there we have heard, there also seen. Whoso is without, the same, neither heareth nor seeth. Whoso is within, is neither blind nor deaf. As we have heard, so we have seen. And where hearest thou, where seest thou? In the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God. God hath founded it for ever. Let not heretics insult, divided into parties. Let them not exalt themselves, who say, Lo, here is Christ, or lo, there. Whoso saith, Lo, here is Christ, or lo, there, inviteth to parties. Unity, God promised. The kings are gathered together in one, not dissipated through schisms. But haply that city which hath held the world shall sometime be overthrown. Far be the thought, God hath founded it for ever. If then God hath founded it for ever, why fearest thou, lest the firmament should fall? 8. Verse 8. We have received thy mercy, O God, in the midst of thy people, who have received, and where received. Hath not the same thy people received thy mercy? If thy people hath received thy mercy, how then we have received thy mercy, and in the midst of thy people? 
as if they who received were one party, they in the midst of whom they received another. A great mystery, but yet well known. When hence also, that is, out of these verses, hath been extracted and brought forth what ye know, it will be not ruder, but sweeter. Now, forsooth, all are reckoned the people of God who carry his sacraments, but not all belong to his mercy. All, forsooth, receiving the sacrament of the baptism of Christ, are called Christians, but not all live worthily of that sacrament. There are some of whom, saith the apostle, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Yet, on account of this form of godliness, they are named among God's people. As to the floor, until the corn is threshed, belongs not the wheat only, but the chaff. But will it also belong to the garner? In the midst, then, of an evil people is a good people, which hath received the mercy of God. He liveth worthily of the mercy of God, who heareth, and holdeth, and doeth what the apostle saith. We beseech you, that ye receive not the grace of God in vain. Whoso then receiveth not the grace of God in vain, the same receiveth not only the sacrament, but also the mercy of God as well. And what does it harm him, that he is in the midst of a people disobedient, until the flaw be winnowed, until the good be separated from the evil? What does it harm him to dwell in the midst of the people? Let him be of those who are called the firmament, let him be a lily among thorns, and that thorns also belong to the people of God, wouldst thou hear? So it is set forth in this very similitude, as a lily, he saith, among thorns, so is my love among the daughters. Did he say among strange women? No, but among the daughters. Then are there evil daughters, and among them the lily is among thorns. So those who have the sacraments and have not good manners are both said to be of God and not of God, are both said to be his and to be strangers, his because of his own sacraments, strangers because of their own vice. So also strange daughters, daughters because of the form of godliness, strange because of their loss of virtue. Be the lily there, let it receive the mercy of God. Hold fast the root of a good flower, be not ungrateful for soft rain coming from heaven. Be thorns ungrateful, let them grow by the showers, for the fire they grow not for the garner. We have received thy mercy, O God, in the midst of thy people. In the midst of thy people, not receiving thy mercy, we have received thy mercy. For he came unto his own, and his own received him not. Yet in the midst of them, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. 9. Now occurreth this to every one's thoughts. What? That people which in the midst of the people of God receiveth the mercy of God, what numbers hath it? How few are they? There is scarce found one. Will God be content with these? And will he destroy so great a multitude? This say they who promise themselves what they have never heard promised by God. And truly, if we will live ill, if we enjoy this world's delights, if we serve our passions, will God destroy us? How many are there who seem to keep God's commandments? There is scarce found one or two or a few at most. Those only will God deliver and the rest condemn? God forbid, say they, when he cometh and seeth so great a multitude on the left, he will have mercy and give indulgence. This is evidently what the serpent promised the first man. For God had threatened death if he tasted, but he said, not so, ye shall not surely die. They believed the serpent. They found true what God threatened, false what the devil had promised. 
So now also, brethren, set before your eyes the church, after the example and similitude of paradise. The serpent ceaseth not to suggest what then he suggested, but the fall of the first man ought to avail with us for experience of caution, not for imitation of his sin. Therefore he fell, that we may rise. Let us answer to such suggestions what Job answered. For him also tempted he by a woman, as by Eve, and on the dunghill he conquered, that was conquered in paradise. Therefore let us not have such words, nor think that they are few. They are many, but among more they lie hid. For we cannot deny that the wicked are more, and so many more, that among them the good appear not at all, as the wheat appears not in the floor. For whoever looketh on a floor might think that was chaff only. Bring a man without experience, and he thinks it vainly done that oxen are put in, that men sweat there under the heat, to thresh the chaff. Yet there is also the heap to be purged by winnowing. Then will come forth plenty of corn, which before lay hidden in the plenty of chaff. And now wouldst thou find out the good? Be such, and thou shalt find. 10. Against this despairing, then, see what followeth in this psalm. For when he had said, We have received thy mercy in the midst of thy people, he signified that there is a people not receiving the mercy of God, in the midst of whom some do receive the mercy of God. And then, lest it should occur to men that there are so few as to be nearly none, how did he console them in the words following? Verse 9. According to thy name, O God, so is thy praise unto the ends of the earth. What is this? Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God in his holy mountain. Neither can there be any praise of him but in the saints. For they who live ill praise him not, but, as it were, preach him with their tongue, blaspheme him in their life. Since then there is no praise of him but in his saints. Let not heretics say to themselves, His praise hath remained in us, because we are few, and separate from the crowd. We live righteously, we praise God, not only in our speech, but also in our conversation. They are answered out of this psalm. Why say ye that God is praised in your part, to whom it is said, According to thy name, O God, so is thy praise unto the ends of the earth? That is, as thou art known through all the earth, so thou art also praised through all the earth. Nor are there wanting who now praise thee through all the earth. But they praise thee who live well. For according to thy name, O God, so is thy praise, not in a part, but unto the ends of the earth. Thy right hand is full of righteousness. That is, many are they also who shall stand at thy right hand. Not only shall they be many, who shall stand at thy left hand, but there also shall be a full heap set at thy right hand. Thy right hand is full of righteousness. 11. Verse 10. Let Mount Zion rejoice, and the daughters of Judah be glad, because of thy judgments, O Lord. O Mount Zion, O daughters of Judah, ye labour now among tares, among chaff, among thorns ye labour. Yet be glad, because of God's judgments. God erreth not in judgment. Live ye separate, Though separate ye were not born, not vainly hath a voice gone forth from your mouth and heart. Destroy not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men. He shall winnow with such art, carrying in his hand a fan, that not one grain of wheat shall fall into the heap of chaff prepared to be burnt, nor one beard of chaff pass to the heap to be laid up in the garner. Be glad, O ye daughters of Judea, because of the judgments of God that erreth not, 
and do not yet judge rashly. To you let it belong to collect, to him let it belong to separate. Let Mount Zion rejoice, and the daughters of Judah be glad, because of thy judgments, O Lord. But think not that the daughters of Judah are Jews. Judah is confession. All the sons of confession are all the sons of Judah. For salvation is of the Jews, is nothing else than that Christ is of the Jews. This saith also the apostle, He is not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. Be such a Jew, glory in the circumcision of the heart, though thou hast not the circumcision of the flesh. Let the daughters of Judah be glad, because of thy judgments, O Lord. 12. Verse 11. Walk about Zion, and embrace her. Be it said to them who live ill, in the midst of whom is the people which hath received the mercy of God. In the midst of you is a people living well. Walk about Zion. But how? Embrace her. Not with scandals, but with love go round about her. That so those who live well in the midst of you, ye may imitate, and by imitation of them be incorporate with Christ, whose members they are. Walk about Zion, go round about her, speak in the towers thereof. In the height of her bulwarks set forth the praises thereof. 13 verse 12. Set your hearts upon her might. Not that ye may have the form of godliness, deny the power thereof, but upon her might set your hearts. What is the might of this city? Whoso would understand the might of this city, let him understand the force of love. That is a virtue which none conquereth. Love's flame, no waves of the world, no streams of temptation extinguish. Of this, it is said, love is strong as death. For as when death cometh, it cannot be resisted, by whatever arts, whatever medicines you meet it. The violence of death can none avoid who is born mortal. So against the violence of love can the world do nothing. For from the contrary, the similitude is made of death. For as death is most violent to take away, so love is most violent to save. Through love, many have died to the world, to live to God. By this love inflamed, the martyrs, not pretenders, not puffed up by vainglory, not such as they of whom it is written, Though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. But men whom truly a love of Christ and of the truth led on to this passion. What to them were the temptations of the tormentors? Greater violence had the eyes of their weeping friends than the persecutions of enemies. For how many were held by their children that they might not suffer? To how many did their wives fall upon their knees, that they might not be left widows? How many have their parents forbidden to die, as we know, and read in the passion of the blessed Perpetua? All this was done, but tears, however great, and with whatever force flowing, when did they extinguish the ardour of love? This is the might of Sion, to whom elsewhere it is said, Peace be within thy walls, and prosperity within thy palaces. Speak ye in her towers, set your hearts upon her might, and distribute her houses. 14. What here understand we, set your hearts upon her might, and distribute her houses, that is, distinguish house from house, do not confound, for there is a house having the form of godliness, and not having godliness, but there is a house having both form and godliness, distribute, confound not. But then ye distribute and confound not when ye set your hearts upon her might, that is, when through love ye are made spiritual. 
then ye will not judge rashly then ye will see that the evil harms not the good as long as we are in this floor distribute her houses there can be also another understanding the two houses one coming of the circumcision one of the uncircumcision it is commanded the apostles to distribute for when saul was called and made the apostle paul agreeing in unity with his fellow apostles he so with them determined that they should go to the circumcision he to the uncircumcision by that dispensation of their apostleship they distributed the houses of the city of the great king and meeting in the corner divided the gospel in dispensation in love united it and truly this is rather to be understood for it followeth and showeth that it is here said to the preachers distribute her houses that ye may tell it to the generation following that is that even to us who were to come after them their dispensation of the gospel should reach for not for those only they laboured with whom they lived in the earth nor the lord for those apostles only to whom he deigned to show himself alive after his resurrection but for us also for to them he spake and signified us when he spake lo i am with you alway even to the end of the world were they then to be here alway even to the end of the world also he said neither pray i for these alone but for them also which shall believe on me through their word therefore he considereth us because he suffered on account of us justly then it is said that ye may tell it to the generation following fifteen tell what verse thirteen for this is god even our god the earth was seen the earth's creator was not seen the flesh was held god in the flesh was not acknowledged for the flesh was held by those from whom had been taken the same flesh for of the seed of abraham was the virgin mary at the flesh they stayed the divinity they did not understand o apostles o mighty city preach thou on the towers and say this is god even our god so even so as he was despised as he lay a stone before the feet of the stumbling that he might humble the hearts of the confessing even so this is god even our god certainly he was seen as was said afterward did he show himself upon earth and conversed with men this is god even our god he is also man and who is there will know him this is god even our god but happily for a time as the false gods for because they can be called gods but cannot be so for a time they are even called so for what saith the prophet or what warneth he to be said to them this shall ye say to them the gods that have not made the heavens and the earth even they shall perish from the earth and from those that are under the heavens he is not such a god for our god is above all gods above all what gods for all the gods of the nations are idols but the lord made the heavens the same then is our god this is god even our god for how long for ever and ever he shall rule us for ever if he is our god he is also our king he protecteth us being our god lest we die he ruleth us being our king lest we fall but by ruling us he doth not break us for whom he ruleth not he breaketh thou shalt rule them saith he with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel but there are whom he ruleth not these he spareth not as a potter's vessel dashing them in pieces by him then let us wish to be ruled and delivered for he is our god for ever and ever and he shall rule us for ever end of psalm 48 part 2